Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, November 18th, 2023. It's 8.10 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 293 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Bear. Ah, Boogie! And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a beautiful Saturday edition of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Here we go, Bugs. We've uh, took about a 10-day hiatus. Had a great last week doing our podcast on a Thursday. And uh, a 9-3 and record last weekend. Looking to implement that right back. And uh, since we've started our new capping strategy, Bugs, we're hitting it a whopping 78% clip. We are rocking and rolling, baby. Yeah, we're going ahead and taking a look very closely at a lot of these games. Not just giving you picks. We're giving you winners. And that's what it's all about when it's all said and done. We're really concentrating right now on just giving winners out, um, you know, and it looks like it's working. So that's what we're doing. Just win, baby. And you guys can catch us on Thursday for a special Thanksgiving edition of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron, where we will go over some Thanksgiving games, dive into some other stuff. So our next episode will be Thursday morning, Thanksgiving morning, um, to give you guys something to listen to on the best day of the year. You know, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Is it? It is, man. You get to... You know, watch football all day and eat food and drink beer and hang out with your loved ones. Couldn't and be, be any better. And be thankful. And be thankful. That's yeah. it, man. That's what yeah, it's all about. It's all, it's all positive vibes, being thankful for what you have, and it's it's amazing. So we're looking forward to Thanksgiving on Thursday. We have a pretty wild weekend in college football and in the NFL, and we're uh, right down the home stretch here, Boogs, in college football. We have two weeks to go, and then... Um, we're going to have a bowl season. So. Man, it's crazy. A um, lot of stuff going on right now in college football. Uh, <coughs> Jim Harbaugh was uh, suspended uh, starting last weekend. And, man, did Michigan take care of business against Penn State. Uh, they're trying to do the trifecta to finish out the season to get to the Big Big Ten championship game. Uh, they play, play Maryland today on the road uh, without Jim Harbaugh. And then next week? They play Ohio State. Can't wait for that one, brother. Going to be awesome. And then we'll see what happens after that. But Harbaugh will be back as long as they can go ahead and uh, finish the trifecta. They will end up being in the Big Ten Championship with Jim Harbaugh at the helm. We should see what happens with Michigan. A lot of stories around. And uh, we're narrowing it down. These uh, playoff hopefuls looking to continue to win. I'd label today as more of a cupcake Saturday, as there's a lot of teams that are playing uh, inferior opponents. Um, this is obviously the week that Alabama schedules an FCS school. Uh, Florida State does the same thing. There's some uh, very good matchups that's going to have college football playoff implications, and also implications for conference championships. And that's what it's going to kind of boil down to is, the only conference championship game that is locked in is Alabama versus Georgia at this point. Florida State has clinched the spot in the ACC. We'll see who they play. But as of right now, those are the only teams that have clinched a spot in their respective title games. Two teams that are still chasing that dream boogie as we start off our card is at, uh, at 11.30 on the Pac-12 Network. Two teams that were right into the thick of this for a long time. Arizona and Utah. Arizona's had a very surprising season. A lot of teams, uh, a lot of people, um, pollsters and stuff, did not expect them to be in the mix. But they're right there in the mix here, Boogs. Uh, five and two, tied for third place in the Pac-12. It's um, 
If it finishes all chalk, you're looking at a Washington-Oregon rematch in the Pac-12 championship game, depending on what happens the next couple of weeks. But Arizona, with uh, winning out and getting some help, they got a shot at it. And Utah comes in at 4-3. Obviously, not having Cam rising all season has really hindered the Utes. Um, I'm a firm believer that if they had Cam rising, they would be right up there with Washington and Oregon for Pac-12 supremacy. But they do not, and... I think the issue that Utah's been having is their inability to score. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen them, you know, kind of go dry offensively at times. Barnes has been okay, and Utah's got a nice team. But Arizona is rolling right now, and especially at home. Um, they've won four consecutive games. Um, Washington State, Oregon State, UCLA, and Colorado, they just keep winning football games. And uh, when you have a team that's doing that, you want to keep, keep riding the hot hand and that's what we're going to do. First play of the day for Boogie and the Baron. First play of six for this weekend. Arizona minus 120 to beat Utah. Yeah, I like the way Arizona has been playing. Um, you know, this Arizona team has been very good, surprisingly, and has had uh, a great offensive uh, prowess this week uh, or this year. And, of course, they've had a tough, tough uh, conference that they've had to play in. Utah, of course, started out real strong. Losing Cam Rising, though, was really tough for them, and I think it's starting to show up. Like you said, Barnes has been uh, pretty good, mm -hmm. but again, it's some of these other special powers in the Pac-12, uh, such as Washington, Oregon, uh, they've had to have a little bit of a setback, and I like Arizona here at home. I think Arizona's going to take care of business today and uh, look for them to get a really good uh, bowl matchup as well as they finish the season soon. Yeah, I mean they're they're fighting hard. I mean they're looking for a you know a nine and three finish. They're at Arizona State in the rivalry game next weekend, so uh, an opportunity here for the uh, Wildcats to finish strong a nine and three in, in a very tough Pac-12. You know if you can finish nine and three and and you know seven and two in the Pac-12 play this year for the for the Wildcats. I mean. Definitely deserving of a, a, a upper echelon bowl game probably after the new year. So we'll see where they end up. But that's going to be our first play today. We'd like them to knock off the Utes. We take a look at our next game, and we go to 1230 on FS1. And, Boogie, we sound like a broken record when Iowa is in this situation. And the reason why we sound like that is the fact that every time they've been put in this situation – They've really came through for us. I mean, we mm -hmm. this has been our most heavily bet team all year has been the Iowa Hawkeyes. And we are, we know that their inability to not score, but we also know their ability to play defense. Mm -hmm. um, had them last week against Rutgers, 22-0. Shut them out. Every time they've been at home in this spot, they've taken care of business. The only time that we lost betting Iowa this year was on that fluky uh, fair catch call against Minnesota. You remember that game? He <laughs> sure do. Punt, punt return to the house, and you know he, he's he's waving his arms to tell his players to stay away from the ball, and he comes and picks it up, takes it to the crib, wins the game for Iowa, and the, the refs deemed saw fit that it was a fair catch. Probably the worst call of the season. It was really bad. Really screwed Iowa over there too, because you know you're that if they make the right call there, you're, you're looking at a Hawkeyes team that's nine and one. Yep. Um, with an opportunity to make a miracle happen and win the Big Ten championship game and maybe get to a playoff. And with that defense, you never know. Yeah, and we do know that the Hawkeyes can win uh, the Big Ten West today. 
um, with a win. Um, a win in either of their last two games will will get them in, but they're looking to do this today. As you can see, they've got a pretty nice lead in these standings here on the west side. Uh, the only team with a winning record in conference, 5-2, and 8-2 and two overall. Opportunity galore. Taking on a mediocre Illinois team who beat Indiana at home in overtime and had a one-point win against Minnesota. So they've won a couple games in a row, and Illinois is a, a pretty fighting team. And Fighting Illini. The fighting Illini. You like that. Exactly. It. And rightfully so, you look at this point spread, and the the books have just not uh, given Iowa much respect um, because of their offense. But I think their offense can do enough because if you take a look at what's been transpiring here, Boogs, in the last four games, four games, they've given up 23 points in four games. Um, that's about 5.5 points a game. Uh, they, they just find ways to win football games. They remind me of the Steelers, and they're the same color as the Steelers. The black <laughs> and gold. They just find a way to win games. Yep. I think their defense will do enough. I think this uh, Deacon Hill is kind of finding his footing a little bit, and um, I think they do enough. And their special teams is good. They're well coached. They're at home. Taking Iowa, second play, minus $1.45. Yeah, got to go Iowa here. Defense, defense, defense. Iowa has been all about the defense. I mean, we're looking at a, a great uh, home team as well. Uh, and Illinois, again, is nothing to write home about. Mm -mm. And all you're doing is laying 145 on the money line. Just win the game outright. That's it. They should have no problem here. Uh, very, very low-scoring game again yeah. uh, in this combined total. Uh, look for Iowa to take care of business again. Uh, Iowa minus 145 is our play. Iowa minus 145 to win today and clinch a spot in the Big Ten Championship game. Next game's going to be a banger, in-state rivalry. And we, we go to 4 o'clock on Fox Sports 1 for this. Kansas State against Kansas. And uh, they've, you know... Kansas State has their eyes on a on a potential Big Twelve championship berth, as the the log jammed Big Twelve continues to, to roll on here. Uh, Texas is six and one, top of the conference, but then you have Okie State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Kansas State, all at five and two. So, lot uh, lot on the line here for uh, all these teams. Kansas falls in at four and three. Um, both of these teams are seven and three. Kansas State has been rolling. Um, Outside of their extremely gutty performance at Texas, losing by three in OT, blow out Baylor, blow out Houston, blow out TCU, blow out Texas Tech. They are running through the Big 12. Um, Kansas, obviously Justin Bean got hurt last week. They were down to their third-string quarterback. Tough loss. We actually uh, had that. And that was one of our three losses over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But this Kansas team can fight, man. A win at Iowa State was impressive. Uh, beating Oklahoma, crushing UCF. You know, hard-fought loss at Okie State. I mean, this team's competitive, especially with uh, Jalen Daniels at quarterback, and he's mm -hmm. finally back in the lineup. Got to take a crack here in a, in a game that uh, Boogie and I believe that Kansas State um, could fall here. Um, so we got to take these points. Money line's three to one on Kansas. If anybody's feeling froggy, but um, the play here is going to be Kansas getting the ten points at home against K State. I think it's going to be a close, hard-fought game um, that Kansas could pull off or lose at the end. Yeah, I like the plus ten here. I think Kansas gets them everything they've got uh, unranked again. Uh, you know, after winning a couple of big games, and they lose, and then they're actually out of the top twenty-five now. I think that you're going to get their best efforts here today and you're catching 10 i think it's closer than people think 
Uh, we're going to take Kansas plus 10. I like J.D. Daniels uh, to be able to take care of business. Mm-hmm. And uh, give me Kansas plus 10. Kansas plus the 10, baby. Our fourth and final play of college football today is the game of the of the week. And that is number five, Washington, at number 11, Oregon State. Two teams at the top of the Pac-12 as of right now. Washington, obviously, followed by Oregon, Arizona, and Oregon State. Oregon State's have a hell of a year, man. Winning four of their last five games, their only loss in the last five has been a three-point loss at Arizona. Last couple weeks, wins against Colorado and a blowout win against Stanford. Washington just keeps winning games. Um, and they haven't – I think their best football is is right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, for the Huskies – Opportunity to come out down here to Vegas and get into a, a Pac-12 championship game. Um, this is the biggest game for them. They they host Washington State in the Apple Cup next week, a game that um, you know you and I think they should easily be able to win. This is their season right here. Um, if Washington wins this game, they secure a spot in the Pac-12 championship game. That's what's on the line. Oregon State is uh, looking to play spoiler here with an 8-2 and record, ranked 11th, similar to Arizona in a tough Pac-12. If Oregon State takes care of business in their last couple games, they obviously have their rivalry game at Oregon next week. So that's a tough game for the Beavers. And this is a great matchup. Um, DJ Ugalele has been great since transferring, and they run the ball, and they're so hard to beat up in Corvallis, especially at night. But Michael Penix in Washington... We've been kind of riding them all year long. Obviously got the Heisman ticket on on Penix. Um, Bo Nix is going to have something to say about that as his numbers have came up. Mm-hmm. But just got to trust Washington in this spot. They're 10-0. They keep finding ways to win. And it's a pick them. So we're going to pick the Huskies to win. This is the game that I think will propel them into the top four. I think if they... If they win this game today, you got Florida State playing North Alabama or whatever. If Washington wins this game, I think it'll propel them to the top four. I think they get it done, Washington, uh, to beat Oregon State. Yeah, Washington's defense is not as good as uh, we would like, um, but that offense, man, is just unbelievable. Uh-huh. Um, I got to roll with Michael Penix and this Washington team. We've been rolling with Penix for the last few years since he was at Indiana. Uh, the kid's special. Uh, you got a Heisman ticket on him. Uh, he was able to yeah. take care of business against USC and uh, Williams over there. We're looking forward to seeing what happens in this next game here. But this is a big-time game. Corvallis is tough. Ugalele is tough out there. Mm-hmm. But I think that Washington will go ahead and take care of business. And they will not be able to outscore uh, the Washington Huskies today yep. as Oregon State falls. Washington, money line, minus 110, pick them, whatever you want to do. They win the game. Those are our four college plays today, folks. Arizona, Iowa, Kansas, and Washington. So, fire picks in college. We also have a few NFL picks for tomorrow. The reason why we're shrinking this down to one episode is we've had a lot of success the last couple of weeks doing it that way. Yes. We had our Saturday pod a couple weeks ago. Had a great record. Had a Thursday pod last week. Had a great record. And, and we're getting some value on these lines. And, Boogs, we start our NFL slate off. Is there a more lucky lucky team in the NFL than the Pittsburgh Steelers? Absolutely not. I mean, not only have they been outgained in all nine of their games, and I was at the Steelers-Green uh, Bay game last week, and uh, Green Bay outgained us, but we found a way to get a win. And 6-3 uh, and three somehow, some way, and um, which is good because I think this is a good spot for the Steelers to be in. They're not uh, – 
they're not a hype team by any means. They're not even a top seven team in the AFC in terms of a future bet to win the AFC. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people kind of sleeping on us. Um, I think our best football is, is right in front of us. We have a great leader and coach in Mike Tomlin. <coughs> and, you know, some people say, some people don't believe in luck. They, they believe that uh, there's blessings that, mm-hmm. that occur. And uh, unfortunately for a couple of our division rivals, we had Deshaun Watson announced out for the season on Monday, mm-hmm. uh, Monday night. Joe Burrow, um, and they're being investigated for not putting him on the injury report. That's BS. <clears throat> a lot of gamblers are wanting their money back on the Bengals. Um, we'll see how far that goes, but uh, nonetheless, Joe Burrow out for the season with a torn ligament in his wrist on his throwing hand, and it sets up pretty well for the Steelers now taking on a Browns team with. Uh, DTR under center today. Dorian Thompson Robinson. 25 and 4 is Mike Tomlin's record against rookie quarterbacks, and 26 and 6 is his overall record against the Browns. Browns have a good defense, but um, it's not a home game by any means. Pittsburgh and Cleveland are not very far apart. Expect a lot of Steelers fans at this game. Cleveland, um, Cleveland and Pittsburgh is always kind of a slugfest, but um, gotta think that. With uh, Tomlin's history against the Browns and against rookie quarterbacks, uh, Pittsburgh's just going to keep finding ways to win games. And I think they're going to find a way to win this one. Uh, 10 o'clock CBS, Pittsburgh Steelers, plus one point against the Browns. Yeah, I don't know how they're doing it, and I don't think a lot of experts really know either. Um, But somehow, (coughs) some way, the Steelers just keep uh, winning. Six and three right now. Uh, Kenny Pickett is, uh, is average quarterback. Uh, However, this Cleveland team has got a dominating defense. Uh, Their offense has actually been pretty good as well. Uh, But this NFL this year has just been unbelievable. Uh, Really bad situations with very key players in the NFL being injured and not just injured for a long time, but out for the season, Uh, such as Deshaun Watson now. Uh, You know, and now Browns get snake bitten again with a large contract and Uh everything that happened with with Deshaun last year Uh uh, with his suspension and paying a dollar last year. And then this big guaranteed contract starting this year. And now the the guy is not even going to be able to play for the rest of the season. Uh, That being said, you got DTR playing at quarterback right now. Brown's looking for a backup quarterback as well, a third uh, a third guy uh, to be able to just in case emergency quarterback. So I'm really not sure what's going to happen in this game as far as their quarterback situation. Uh, I do know that the Steelers do play some great defense, and this is a big time rivalry. And you got Mike Tomlin uh, knowing how to win games flat out, mm-hmm. and that's why we're back in the Steelers this week. I like the Steelers to be able to take care of business today. We'll give you what the book is going to give you, right? As we say, Steelers plus one is our first play in the NFL. We'll take the one point just in case. And it's a pivotal game in the division as the Steelers and the Browns are both 6-3. And And, uh, Pittsburgh is actually undefeated in the division with a win against the Baltimore Ravens. So trying to keep up. Baltimore obviously first in that division at 8-3. And and Pittsburgh's trying to keep pace with the Ravens. And a potential uh, AFC North. I mean, this next four games for the Steelers are all very winnable. You know, at the Browns with with no DTR, at the Bengals with no Burrow, then they get the Cardinals and the Patriots at home. So we'll see how the Steelers pan out. They got to show up. They got to play, and we'll we'll see. But we definitely like them on Sunday over the Browns. 
Game number two is uh, a team that I think is fighting tooth and nail to get back into this playoff hunt against a team who is still trying to figure out their identity. We're talking about the Chargers and the Green Bay Packers. Um, Green Bay, it's been a tough go for those guys this season. Um, first year without either Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers as their starting quarterback. Jordan Love has showed promise, showed talent, and also made mistakes, which is expected. But Justin Herbert is on fire. Mm. Uh, and the, the way that he just dishes that rock around, man, to, to Keenan Allen and to, to Austin Eckler, to his tight ends. I mean, Joshua Kelly's been great. And their defense is getting better. Um, this is an opportunity for the Chargers to get back to 5-5. Five and five. Um, When you take a look at the AFC standings, the, the top six teams are all a couple of games above 500. but that seventh spot is very much up for grabs at this point. Every team in that seventh uh, spot in that hunt is all within that 500 range. Um, a lot of, lot of football to be played, as they say, as it's only late November. So we believe that the Chargers are going to get back into this thing. I think it's a pivotal win for L.A. to go up to Lambeau and win this game. Um, you look at the quarterback matchup, it's obviously um, Herbert's game to win. Um, and Green Bay's pass defense has been one of the worst uh, worst in the NFL this year. I think Herbert and the Chargers can go up to Green Bay and uh, get this win. And that's that's where Boogie and I are going for our second of three Chargers money line, minus $1.65 at 10 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, despite their uh, head coach not uh, being the smartest guy out there, uh, this Chargers team led by Herbert has uh, – and now you got Eckler, of course, healthy again – so I think that this improved uh, defense will be able to take care of business on the road. And the offense, again, uh, led by Herbert, Allen, Eckler, and such. Uh, these guys are ready to play tomorrow, and I look forward to seeing them take care of business. Uh, minus 165, all your land. Just say, just win. Go ahead, Chargers. Minus 165 is our play. Chargers money line and a big opportunity to gain some ground. We talked about the uh, AFC standings books, and if you take a look at this right now, right now the seven seed is the Texans at five and four, and the fourteen seed is the Broncos at four and five. So seven to fourteen, only separated by one game. Opportunity there for all of those teams to make a run and get in the postseason. A lot of opportunity, um, you know. Again, with the fact that you've got a. Uh, no Joe Burrow anymore for the rest of the season. Yep. So bye-bye Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. This is going to be opening up some teams like the Houston Texans, the Colts. Yep. And now, of course, you're even talking about the Jets. And the Broncos. Uh, and the Broncos, yeah. if they can continue winning. Um, so this is going to be wide open for the Chargers. And, of course, uh, look forward to seeing what they can do. And remember, for this game with the Chargers-Packers, it's not the Lambeau mystique anymore with a team that they got it. Um, they just don't have the playmakers that they used to have. Jordan Love is still trying to figure it out. But after following Favre and, of course, uh, my man Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, this is the problem that they've got. They're trying to find out and figure out who their next Hall of Fame quarterback is going to be, and it certainly is not Jordan Love. Well, I, I would say not so fast on that because I don't think Favre and Rodgers had good first years either. Technically, this is his first year. Technically, right? I, I I don't know. We'll have to see. the uh, The jury is still out, but as of right now, not looking like it. 
No razzle dazzle. No razzle dazzle. And that I feel you on the Lambo mystique. Mm. Lambo used to be such an intimidating place to play. Yes. The and I think. And you know when I think that ended was when they lost at home to the Lions last year yes. as double-digit favorites to make the postseason in Rodgers last year. Yes. I think that's when it kind of lost its mystique I a little bit. think so. That is it for Sunday. Um, we have nothing else. Bet at your own risk. But those two 10 a.m. games are locks. We move to the game of the week in the National Football League, a Super Bowl rematch of epic proportions between the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. It's going to be an amazing game. Um this reminds me a lot of the time that we took the Chiefs when they played the Dolphins on that neutral site. Uh-huh. Not a lot of people think in Kansas City's going to win this thing. Um, you know, the narrative is the fact that they can't uh, throw the ball to wide receivers. Uh, Kelsey is having a little bit of a down season with uh, only 597 and four touchdowns in nine games. As his numbers are down. Now you um, know why, right? He's sidetracked. Mm-hmm. He's sidetracked, mm-hmm. but he does play better when she's in attendance. Though mm. she he plays better when she's there. Are you a Swifty? And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she's going to be there. <laughs> I was hoping we didn't have to say her name, but he plays better when she's there, and I think he'll have a good game. And 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 it's just a Super Bowl rematch. And you know, until like in in, in games like this, you know, Patty Mahomes. You know, when he's all said and done, he might be the best ever to do it. Mm-hmm. And and we're we're watching greatness. I mean, this this guy just knows how to win football games. He's a warrior. He beat this team down ten points at half last year in the Super Bowl, and and I gotta tell you, Boogie, in in, in games of this magnitude, um, big time games like this, best team in the AFC, best team in the NFC, Super Bowls, playoff games, it's Mahomes or bust, man. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the only way to spin it. I mean, the the only time this kid's lost in the Super Bowl was to Tom Brady and the Bucks that year, without his two starting tackles. And he still made some great plays. But my point is, in big-time games like this, I'm always going to take Mahomes, especially when Kansas City's at Arrowhead. Mm -hmm. I see it very, very, very tough for Philadelphia, as good as they are, to go into Arrowhead on a Monday night and beat the Chiefs. And that's what I'm hanging my hat on. Patty Mahomes, Andy Reid, that crowd is going to be nuts. Uh, Best Monday night game of the season. We're taking Kansas City on the money line minus a dollar forty to beat the Eagles. That's our last play. Yeah, I got uh, Mahomes here, uh, trying to figure things out against that Philly defense. But speaking of defenses, this KC defense don't sleep on them, and that's exactly why they will win this game. That is a great point. It's brother. going to be their defense that's going to be able to take care of business. Jalen Hurts will not be able to control the game the way that he's used to it. Uh, you know what? You could play the revenge factor for the Super Bowl. Um, it's going to be in the limelight on Monday Night Football. Um, but I like the fact that they're playing a great defense right now. They're at home. Uh, everybody thinks that, uh, oh, Philly's got a better team. They're A.J. Brown and that, that uh, running team tandem. Yeah. They got there with Swift. Um, and, of course, you know, you've got a whole bunch of different weapons on that Philly, Philly team. Yes. Jalen Hurts is also, I think, a little bit hurt. And I think that the Chiefs will be able to control the clock with Pacheco. I think that they'll go ahead and obviously uh, concentrate on Kelsey. Uh, Watch out for Rasheed Rice to be able to step up a little bit. The rookie is starting to heat up as uh, Patrick's uh, second uh, go-to guy. He's been good, man. Absolutely. And I I look forward to uh, another surprise. And why they beat uh, Miami 
again was that defense. And I look forward to seeing them at home to be able to take care of business on Monday night. Chiefs minus 140 is our play. Chiefs minus 140. And that's a wrap, guys. It is 830. Uh, We have no 9 a.m. college games. Our our college games today are at 1130, 1230, 4, and 430. Arizona, Arizona, Iowa, and Washington to win, and Kansas to cover 10. Uh, Tomorrow's games, 2 at 10 a.m. Steelers plus a point, Chargers to win. And uh, Monday Night Football, Chiefs Money Line. That's it. That's fire. We'll talk to you guys on Thanksgiving. Thank you all for listening. You all have a good weekend. And just win, baby. Bear it out. Boogie out.